Welcome to another episode of Somewhere in the Middle with Donnie G and Trav. I am your co-host, Trav. He said co-host. <laughs> We're hosts together. <laughs> For sure. I mean, I am the lead singer of my band. Though. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's, that's what we're going to get into today? That's what we're going to get into today. You actually, uh, you you taught me that that phrase right there. I'm, <laughs> I'm the lead singer of my band. <laughs> Ever since you said it the first time, I have said it all the time. And I brought it to my other band. Oh, really? And Melissa started saying it. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Dude, we've said it on stage and people like, thought we hated each other yeah they thought there was like <laughs> genuine like hatred inside like animosity the band. Yeah, like, like, and they had no idea that we were joking and that we we're just shitty to each other but we've had i i remember this lady coming up to us and being like do you guys like actually hate each other <laughs> and melissa just being the type of person she is she's like yeah i can't stand that oh guy. my like, god <laughs> so i was like okay you want to play hardball i'll play hardball <laughs> Like this bitch over here. She's not a bitch. I love yeah. her. We're don't, we're joking. We just play hard. <laughs> that see, I don't know. In my opinion, I think bands function better when you like act like jagoffs to each other jokingly, right? Because it helps you alleviate stress. I definitely think that any sort of operation, uh, at least entertainment, like I feel like we're better at judging entertainment. But I feel like if there's no room for like joking around or being relaxed with each other. Mm-hmm. Like it just gets stale really quick. You know what I mean? Yes, indeed. Like when we first started Fifth and Pine, do you remember? Well, we were Icarus at the time. Let's go be back even farther than that. Oh yeah. How about when we? I was thinking maybe we go off because you and I have been in multiple bands. Yeah, multiple. Even bands. together, we've been. <laughs> yeah, we're like fuck it. <laughs> We're the lead banders of the band. We just plant our seed in every band. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would like to go down that road. I, I have got a, my friend, she's, a, uh, I basically grew up with her. We went to like middle school all the way up through high school. Right. And like, she was part of the same scene that I grew up in. Sure. And she, I, I think it was yesterday she uh, posted a picture of like some 2007. Oh, dude. Was that her? MySpace shit. I totally saw that too. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> wow. Like just to look back on that. So I, I would like to talk about like the evolution, dude. not only of us, but also of just the music we've grown up. We, yeah. We've, to. we've been in bands for, I've been in bands since I was 14. Yeah. Like me too. Like, wow, dude, that's over 10 years, like, pursuing a musical career. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And th- that's been, a, it's been a wild ride for me, too. A lot of, like, disappointments. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, this was the one. It's Why am I not on tour in my big, gigantic tour bus? Oh, my God. <laughs> it's all worth it. I promise, Mom. <laughs> this isn't a phase, it's a lifestyle. Oh, my God, dude. I feel, I, okay. You said that, and now I'm ready to do this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> this is the therapy session portion of the podcast. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, dude, like, you completely understand. Like, like a lot of the local bands we've been in, like, just a, a shit ton of disappointment compared oh, to, like, all the, the work that we put in and, like, all the money we spent. Like, and I, you told me about the band that you were in before we even became friends. Yeah. And the dude and uh yeah i'll go tell into it. our listeners dude because okay. i love this story i mm. 
I think I'll start off because him and I have had a long musical career together. Right. Basically, since I was like 15 years old. Sure. Is when I met this dude. And uh, I won't name him because it'll give him like free publicity. <laughs> but he knows who he is. You know. Who <laughs> <is>. <laughs> I don't. I don't have any animosity towards him. Right. I just grew up and right. like moved on. Basically, like right. You you know you can't keep promising people things and not and not you right. know actually present it. For sure. When when I originally got into music, I was like probably 13 14 years old mm. this isn't gonna be like a heavily dated thing like when we were smoking weed all the time <laughs> like our last podcast the journey back to our yeah <laughs> juvenile days yeah like delinquencies <laughs> and all that fun shit but i remember i i passionately wanted a guitar mm. for christmas i believe it was and i was like 12 years old right and i wanted one so bad and like I ended up getting one. It was a starter, like um, like a first some, act. It was a Samick or something like that. Yeah, it was a very off-brand, like beginner guitar, Fender wannabe, right? Just right. Telecaster lookalike, all that shit. And I remember I got it, and I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Like <laughs> I was so happy to actually have one. And then I placed it in my lap, and it was like, "Now what? <laughs> like, like what do I do? Like I don't know Maybe how to." That- I don't even know how to use this fucking thing, but I wanted it so bad. So it literally sat in the corner of my bedroom for two years. Yeah, that sounds about right. Collected dust. Guitar strings got rusty. Yep. And then my friend Ron, we used to call him Ronnie at the time because we were so young. Ronnie he, uh, yeah, Ronnie. And, uh, <laughs> and he was taking guitar lessons at the time. Right. So he was he was becoming pretty proficient for like a young guitar player. Mm-hmm. And I remember like the one thing that changed my whole musical career was learning tablature. Right. And I was like, holy fuck, like one, yes. zero, like I could count right. zero, one, two, three, four, all totally the Totally makes learning friends, music uh, like it makes a lot more sense. Right. When it's numbers. Because I ended up <laughs> going to music like I pursued a degree in music. Right. Like when I first started off, and then it just absolutely destroyed my passion for music. Right. So I was like, <laughs> "Fuck this!" Like Dude, I, it was I, all classical. Well, and I hated that it. like me, I started off like classically trained. So when I finally picked up a string instrument, difference. and like everyone was learning tabs, I was I felt so like above everyone You're else. Like, super pretentious. Nose like, in the air. Uh, what key is this in? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what position are you playing this in? That's the wrong position. <laughs> You oh need to learn your God, circle of fists, you I fuck. Re- <laughs> <laughs> so I ended up learning tablature and, like, learning hammer-ons, pull-offs, picking, right. all this stuff. I picked it up off my friend Ron. Mm-hmm. Him and I started playing a lot together. And my stepdad at the time, like, super got in into Lamb of God. Right. And he was, like, this was, like, my freshman year. And I just ran with it because not only was it, it felt such like so amazing to right. play along with a song, right? And let alone it be like complicated. Right. I mean, it's not technically, and it was like cool music, right? And my stepdad would always come in like fucking wasted, like, "Oh my god, guys, come here! Look my, at my look my at my son! son. He's fucking shredding, <laughs> Lamb of God!" And I was like playing. I could, at the end of that year, I ended up being able to play like front to back 
right as the palace is burned and front to back ashes of the wake like i was full blown <laughs> in it dude i loved it loved it loved it and that's when i ended up getting in contact with this guy right who i'm not going to name <laughs> and we started our very first band right and my first show was 16 years old <laughs> casey and i were like into each other at the time because right. we were like we both went to the same school we never dated in high right. school but we almost did but I ended up getting back with this girl that I was dating at the time. And I remember Casey came to the show anyways. And I was just looking there like, oh, fuck. Like, Damn it. like there's this girl that I like. Dude, and then there's this girl that I'm with. And she's only with me because it's like cuffing season. And like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like that, she's that like, happens to me all the time. Right? Like she only wanted me back because she didn't want to be alone and bored. Right? So. and So you dated Travi for a while. <laughs> <laughs> So I remember playing shows with this guy and we were always super into, into, I was always into metal music. Right. Like, coming up, I had this, there was this band in my high school. Right. They were called Desecrate the Hour. And I fucking worshiped these dudes. Like, they, it was awesome. They were really actually very talented for their time. Yeah. Like some of them came, went on to become, prof- excuse me, professional musicians. Sure. Like ended up chasing the dreams becoming professional and i remember absolutely loving like their metal music and like supporting them going to the shows getting fucked up with them going to house parties it was like dazed and confused (laughs) but like for metal music (laughs) and that inspired me so much to like keep pursuing music so eventually i was like 18 19 and this we finally like developed a solid band called shatter hopes and security with my friend Tony, he was a drummer, another ginger drummer, Super just like lame Joe. Name, by the way. It's an awful this name. So lame. The music, dude. even <laughs> worse, <laughs> because our vocalist, the guy I was talking about, he is—he's a good vocalist. Like he can sing very well, but he's a rock singer, right? Yeah. And we constantly pushed him to scream, and he was not very good at doing it. <laughs> so it sounded awful all the time, but we just loved it. Mm-mm. And then I got super heavy into metalcore. Right. Because it's fucking awesome. Like this is when Attack Attack was coming out. Ah. Asking Alexandria. Like all like <laughs> the fundamental bands. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like <laughs> And I just ah, love it. I, I my passion for music developed from there. But eventually, like stopped playing music with everybody, went to college, tried right. doing that shit. Right, try to be grown up. I hated it. It's I always like, wanted to find music. Well, I ended up saying, kids. Yeah, I ended up saying, pursue your dreams. <laughs> if you have a passion, fucking pursue it. Oh, definitely. And educate yourself on it, obviously. Yeah. But college is not always the answer. It's not. It just led me down a bunch of drunk fucking stories. <laughs> I really hope we get like a hate email from someone's mom. Yeah. Or someone who's like just completed college and they're like, fuck, you mean I could have done something else? Yeah, like, <laughs> shit, I'm in $60,000 of debt? Fuck. But I hate all of my friends. They mm-hmm. said this is a good idea. <laughs> so I ended up building all this passion and everything. That kind of led down the road. Like, college, ended up going to DeKalb, and eventually we gave, got in contact with each other. Wow, that quickly? Like, not that quickly, because right, there was a like, period of time where I was just, there was no, I was always trying to find, oh, well, prior, prior to me going, I lived in DeKalb for a year. Right. Then Casey and I moved out, and we were trying to get a place together. Right. Ended up moving to Frankfurt, and then I ended up getting in this other band. And I forgot what we called them. 
I forgot what the band was that called. Basically, that was a lame name, dude. <laughs> it was not okay. This band was not gonna amount to anything, and I right. had already known it. Like right. we had some vocalist dude who was some dancer, like, and he oh was like, "Oh my god!" He's like, "Dude, I do like I'm a professional choreographed dancer. Like, if I, if I put my mind to anything, I will be good at it." And I was like. That's not how singing works. <laughs> like it's not how it works. Like, yeah, you, you may become be a good at it. Yeah, you maybe become like a mediocre vocalist, like by like going to like singing courses and set. I shit. mean, that is the metalcore scene. So this wasn't even metal. Sorry, he was trying. It was like straight rock, oh. like straight rock music. And so I, like Danny Warsnop. Yes, like, but shittier. And that's saying something. <laughs> that's saying something. Like, oh fuck, can't do country music. Ben Bruce, I need you. <laughs> Come back. I suck. <laughs> that single that they put out when he like came back to the band. Into the fire? Yeah. Into the fire. <laughs> I don't want to do it too much. I, I mean, like, I kind of expected more for his return. Like, like a lot of times when someone comes back, or like especially like a vocalist, they go back to their roots. Like, remember when Jesse came back to Kill Switch? Yeah, they, they kind of went, went back they to went their all the way back, roots. Basically. Like and don't get me wrong, Howard Jones is my dude. Like Killswitch was Howard. And when Jesse He made that band. band. Yeah, dude, and like like Jesse's a good vocalist. Yeah. I've seen a lot of like videos of him and stuff like No offense, Jesse. Like I'm he's gotten better. Thing. Like he's no Trav. But he's no like, Donnie D. <laughs> oh god, no, him. dude. But like when I think of that band, I think of like Howard Jones. But still, like so like when Danny came back to asking Alexandra out, like I was expecting Kind of like a stand up and scream kind of vibe. All like, we there? Not like, like at least all the way, all there, the way back. Dude. Like everything after stand up and scream was just like garbage to me. Yeah. Like it like it was such a hard transition in. You know what I mean? Like it was like it was like black hair and black nails and it's like super angsty, still like kind of emo. And then they went straight into metal. Like it was just yeah. it was like it was like post hardcore, like metalcore into metal. You know, like, and I was like, mm, probably not gonna listen to it. It's like when people got upset that Austin Carlisle left Attack Attack, yeah, and then Caleb Shomo took over. Like that transition was a little easier for me to deal with, but yeah, because they kind of kept to their their roots. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Well, and Caleb was writing all the music before. He'll just continue to write it. But anyway, <laughs> but, like, but anyway, on the topic of rock singers, um. Yeah, you can't just expect yourself to be good at no, it. No, <laughs> not at all. This guy was off the wall, dude. And I remember just hearing him sing. And at the time, I wasn't a very accomplished like singer or vocalist in, in right. any respect. I was just starting to scream. Yeah. Just tearing my shit up, singing like a fucking idiot in our apartment. Everybody hearing us yell, hearing me yell. And I just remember listening to him. And I was just like. Oh my God. Like I am not even a good singer and I'm already singing better than you. Like, so basically it just turned into me getting drunk. Right. Every fucking practice, like (laughs) cases of beer, just, (laughs) just going in there with cases of beer. Nothing changed. No, no. I was so young. Remember when I told you 16 and 26? Right. All aboard, bro. I was still doing that shit. It didn't care. I was like, fuck it, dude. I got nothing to do. Right. I'm gonna get fucking drunk. Like this band sucks. I love the dudes, but this right. is not going to amount to anything. Right. And when I came and moved to DeKalb, when I came back to DeKalb, I was so, like, I was itching so bad to start a fucking metal band. Right. But there was no, there's zero talent out in the area. Oh, yeah. You know, 
as far as I knew, because right. we hadn't met yet. <laughs> and I wasn't even in the area. <laughs> no, you know, you weren't even online. I couldn't even find you. And I remember doing YouTube videos, screaming YouTube videos. Right. They're on there, but I'm going to take them off because I don't want you to see me screaming. Uh, no. Hit up Donnie G on YouTube. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, no, please. What don't. video did you just show me? It was an Ask an Alexandria guitar cover song. Oh, you can't ride two can't horse ride two horses at yeah. once. You should get out the <laughs> or circus. Whatever. Yeah. God, that's from like 2010. <laughs> I love that song, but uh, yeah, but check them out. Check out the videos. They're <laughs> I so fucking hate you. so cute. I hate these fuckers. Yeah, it's a strong jawed fucking chin of the gods looking motherfucker. All 130 pounds <laughs> with that orange fiery Ibanez you've had I for like. I still have it, dude. I love it. I'm, oh yeah, that was when I was really starting to get into like my metal music, and right. I, I was like, I had to ditch the fucking Samick, right? <laughs> I was like, Mom, like I'm, I'm fucking play. Like you I gotta know, play shows. I can't be going out there playing some hashy right. fucking trashy fucking guitar. <laughs> and that's when she bought me that Ibanez RG for my birthday. But you know how many like bands like use first act equipment? It's awful. Like, swear to God. It's awful. Like, no, like, they get it all custom made from First Act. So it's probably a higher quality than the shit it's that still they sell shit, like Walmart. Dude. I'm just saying, like, it's being done. Like That's like comparing Shaq's to fucking Nike or well, to Jordan's. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Remember Shaq? He was all fucking trying to look like MJ and shit on the fucking shit. <laughs> That's why he's doing those Icy Hot commercials. Yeah, he's like. Because <laughs> his own shoes Shaq, tore up yeah. his back. Okay. <laughs> Oh my god. Wore the shack shoes. Yeah. Cure that lower back pain with icy hot. <laughs> That's fucking multi level marketing, bro. <laughs> buy this and you have to buy this. To sell this. Fuck. Wow, dude. <laughs> so I end up finding you. I th- so I got reached out to on SoundCloud. Was it from Caleb? That's how I ended up finding you guys. Like, uh, I got a message on on one of my. I did a vocal cover, like just straight audio shit, and I posted it right. on SoundCloud. And Caleb messaged me like, "Hey, bro, got a metal band in Marengo, looking right. for somebody to fucking be our new vocalist." <laughs> and I was like, "Ah!" And I checked. I ended up like hunting you guys down, right? And finding uh that behind the scenes song. So if you want to hear some shit, check out Travis's song <laughs> behind the scenes. Nah, bro. Dude. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God, they boxed you in so bad. That was so the only reason. That was literally the only reason why I auditioned for that band mm. at all is I heard, are you happy now? Wow, dude. That wasn't even like when I we did like, that ooh. song, when we did that song. Like I was only playing bass at the time. Like they were only they were not looking for a clean vocalist. That's so such like a waste. when they when they asked me to join that band <laughs> It's kind of a blessing at the time. Like I went on the, some of the forums on Facebook. I was like, "Hey, I play bass and sing and play <laughs> piano. Hit me up." And so the the lead guitarist was like, "Hey man, need a bass player. When can you come over?" He's like, yeah, um, I don't have a bass, <laughs> but I know how to play. 
They're like, don't worry, we have a bass. I was like, okay, great. I don't have an amp either. Oh my God. <laughs> He's like, don't worry, we have an amp. I was like, cool. Friday, Friday. Okay, cool. Oh my God. <laughs> so dude. I just went over there. Like, oh. they didn't even know if I could play. Like, yeah, for sure, dude. But, Some minimalist shit. But they weren't even like, they didn't even want a clean vocalist. They weren't even thinking about it. Um, so when we did that song, Caleb actually wrote the clean part to that song. And like, he heard me sing and he's like, oh, you could do it. Like, really, like, passive kind of. Like, he was like, it's like, I was the clean vocalist. But like, you know, he wasn't like, he wasn't a douche about it because he knew I could sing it better. So he's just like, oh, okay. Like, <laughs> okay i guess so so like like but it was like i anyway so we did that song and like i was just singing it how he sang it like i i I messed with the words a little bit but like they didn't want to go any like any no they didn't want it to go off of that they didn't want to add anything else they just like this is the clean singing part and I was like, so boxed in, bro. You do understand. I've been singing for 10 years, right? Like, yeah, dude. <laughs> like amazing. At, at the time I was singing for like eight years and I was like, okay, <laughs> like at least I'm not in a band. Like, <laughs> so, oh my God. But yeah, dude. And then, then, then we hit you up to I, join that. Yeah. Piece. That was literally the only reason I was like, I was so on the fence. I think that date, the day of where I stated that I was going to come out in, right and check you guys out and audition and shit. I remember going there and I didn't even have a PA at the time. Right. But I had money set aside. Yeah. In order to like make mittens, you know, sure. like actually have a pick and PA I to remember. be in a band. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember going there and they were like, yeah, no, we got a PA, blah, blah, blah. And they did it. It was just like a bass speaker. Right. With a fucking guitar head, like an amp yep. head. With that. a janky ass quarter inch cable, <laughs> with, with some, a switch, dude. With a switch <laughs> on the microphone, on the mic. <laughs> and I remember being like, dude. I remember fucking with cables. There was right. poor connections everywhere, trying to make it work. Right. And just going straight low. Right. Just. <gasps> yeah, because that's all you could hear. Yeah, I couldn't hear anything high. I was just like, fuck it, doing it all low. <laughs> I remember because like you showed up like before you showed up. I was like sat all in that because we. It was like we we just asked um, the other vocalists to leave the band, and it was like after one of our best shows, like totally my idea, totally I totally fucked that up, like that's totally me. But like we just asked him to leave, and then Caleb was like, "Yeah, this is too much tension, and there's like pre-existing problems, so I'm out too." So when I knew you were coming over, I was like, "Guys, can't fuck this up." <laughs> like, like they showed me your videos. I was like, this guy is going to save us. Like <laughs> we're going to be a real band now. And they're like, they're smoking. And they're like, yeah, bro. We totally. Yeah. <laughs> and then you showed up and then Smokey's just being, what's up, dude? Just fucking. Was it, like chill. just fucking blaze. Dude. Yeah. Didn't care. What was fuck was, what was the other home dude's name? We shouldn't even I'm name not, him. I'm, fuck I'm that not. Guy. That guy. Oh, I remember his name. Yeah. I am do. not stating that fucker's name. Yeah, dude. That guy has a bad ass. <laughs> There's something with musicians, dude. They get on yeah. some like power. I'm the lead singer of my band. Yeah. I'm the lead bander of the band. That's where we make the jokes from. I think that's where all that derived from. Right. Dude. Was like dealing with his p- shitty attitude. I don't know what LSD, it is, but bro. yeah, musicians you don't have to be a singer to have it. No, I've met drummers like that. Yep. That one, uh, when I was for hire shit for that one guy that I had previously been in a band with right. when I was younger. 
came back, literally had a band named after him. Right. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous, dude. Yeah. Ridiculous. Playing songs I wrote 10 years ago and shit. Just yeah. ridiculous. We had a drummer that was like that. Right. Just fucking bad ego. Mm-hmm. He was heavy as fuck. Right. Smelled like ass. <laughs> had a bad ego. Thought he was Mr. Pro Ike. I cannot stand when I, people come yeah. into a come into a situation and they're just like they don't know how to play well with others. Got bad attitudes. I don't I I've never I've never understood that mentality. And like I remember having to apologize to Caleb and being like, dude, maybe it was just because I was new or what, but like I did not see how bad it was between you and him and like why you left. Like it was I just never understood being like I'm the leader and my decisions. And it's like, stop trying to manipulate this is a the creative band. process. Like you can't just all of a sudden put up floodgates and determine what flows and what doesn't like. So those are the people who have never had power in their lives. Right. It's like anybody else. If or they got never, bullied when they were a kid. Right. Yeah. And they just express it like that, where right. they just have this piss poor attitude. Right. Think they can try to tell everybody what to do. Right. And they appoint and they themselves like, in a position of power. Just Yeah. Stupid. They turn into a power junkie before they even like actually have power. They like go into the situation, shoot up and like, I'm in charge. And then like <laughs> every interaction with them after that is like, no, 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 no. It's like, dude, you're just high on your power right now. Just mm-hmm. come down. Like they can't dude. No. They literally cannot remove themselves from the power that they think that they have. And it's like you burn out all the creativity mm-hmm. like in a music setting. I don't know how it is in other things, but like in music, people like that, they burn out all creativity. They burn out all like business and personal relationships mm-hmm. that the band makes. Like, dude, I I remember just like people after Caleb had left, like people just like distancing themselves from the band. I was like I was like, well, <laughs> I guess we're not a band anymore. No, no, we didn't even like quit. We just we never we just stopped talking to dude. <laughs> we straight ghosted. Dude, it was like the second day that you had rehearsed with us, and you're like, click, 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 click. Hey, join a band with me. Click, yeah, click, let's click. Start our own band. Fuck you guys. Like, mm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I found the text. Did oh, you really? It's, yeah, it's on Facebook. I found it. I had screenshots of that. Just like we I just, just dipped, dude. I was like. I just dipped. Yeah. That was actually like that band was like deja vu, like to every band that I ever had. And like, that was actually the first band that I was in where like, I wasn't the douche who was like, I'm the lead band of the band, like straight up. Um, like the first band that I was ever in, I was doing like this musical theater, like uh company for like kids, students mm-hmm. or whatever. And there were two guys in that same group and we all listened to the same kind of music. Like they were like, Hey, let's just, let's start a punk band. Like kind of like Silverstein kind of like, you know, I remember like I was such a dick back then, dude. Like I was 14 and they were like, yeah, Silverstein's great. And I'm like, fuck Silverstein. (laughs) And now I'm like 25. It was like six months, six months after I was like, Oh my God, this band is my life. Like, I, I love that band. Um, but, yeah, that was, like, the first band that I was in, and I was, like, such a diva because I was, like, I was a decent singer back then, but I wasn't, like, as good as I am now. As accomplished as you are now. Right. So, like, you know, I remember writing all the lyrics and, like, being the front man. I was, like, yeah, I'm I'm the leader. Like, I'm the face of this band. 
And I, I don't remember what it was about or like how it happened, but I remember my, me and the drummer just having like a huge falling out. Like we, we were like on the phone with each other, like yelling at each other, like, Oh shit. Just like angry shit, bro. Like really angry. I don't even remember what it was about. Um, and I was like, you know what? Fuck you. Fuck this band. I'm out of here. And so I like left that band and whatever. And then I was in a couple more bands, and then I started another band with uh, my buddy Gabe. Mm-hmm. Gabe, what's up, dude? <laughs> um, I met him in high school, junior year, and I didn't know it, but he like lived on the uh, the other street from me. Mm-hmm. And this dude had been playing drums in his basement for like four months, and I just hear it all the time. So I was like, "Fuck this! I'm gonna go figure out who the fuck yeah. is playing drums." Damn, bro, like, you he went was over play- there. Like, what's yeah, up? He was playing Nightmare. So like, uh, oh. Nightmare by Avenged Sevenfold yeah, had yeah, just no, no, come out, sure. and like he was playing it like every day, and I knew it from the drums. And I was, I just went over there. I was like, I was like, "Yeah, who's the drummer downstairs? He's fucking awesome." It was like this little kid. He's like, "Oh yeah, that's my brother." <laughs> You can go downstairs and meet him if you want. <laughs> so I was like, sure, thanks. I went downstairs. That's so genuine. The basement, That's dude. so genuine. And then like my buddy Gabe like comes out of his room like half naked in his boxers. Like I was like, oh Gabe from high school, like school. Like what's up, dude? He's like, what the fuck are you doing in my house? <laughs> <laughs> like such a like every like all my best friends is like weird interactions like that. Like our first meet. Uh, but yeah, we started a band and that one was like going all right. And, you know, people just wanted different things. And I like stopped playing music for a while. I was like, it's obviously not going to happen for me. I'll just, and I quit for like two years. And then like my reintroduction to music was that country cover band. I forgot <laughs> that you're in that country cover uh, band. Dude. Yeah, I did. That I remember, one. like, I've, I've now that you've mentioned it, like, <laughs> I remember you stating up multiple times, like, yeah, I was in a country cover band. And I was like, Hootie. No, Hootie. No, I was not Hootie, bro. Like, I was. I mean, we shouldn't say Hootie is Darius Rucker, but <laughs> dude, I was like, I, <laughs> I don't even know, like, why the hell I even did that. Like, I remember, I remember, because I was, um. I was just like really down on myself and my mom's like, Hey, I've seen this band in Rockford. You should see, you know, if they, if you can audition for them or whatever. And I was like, whatever. And I messaged him. I was like, Hey, do you need a singer? Like super apathetic. Oh I was my like, God. Whatever. I don't I guess wanna. so. Fool. No, like I didn't even want to, I didn't even want to perform. I was like, fuck this. I don't only, like whatever. And they're like, yeah, man. So I went over and like learned one Luke Bryan song. Like I was oh like, fuck. like I hate country. I, I hate country. And I did it. And they were like, wow. Like, wow. Oh, and he's black. Wow. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so like totally <laughs> not racist now. <laughs> so I remember the first show that I did with them and I, was, I sang like five songs and yes, wagon wheel was one of them. I knew it, dude. I knew you were going to fucking do Wagon Wheel. Dude. But I wore, like, this leather jacket, like, That's a so stereotypical. DV, like, white T-shirt and, like, sneakers. And I had my dreads. They were really short at the time. But I got up there, and I'm like, country girl, shake it, like, whipping my dreads and shit. Oh, looking like, like a badass Macy show, Gray. dude. I, look, like, you look like Macy Gray, bro. I know. I see the picture, right? <laughs> I tried to Oh, you did, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god you did but d- you know why i left that band though i didn't even leave 
Like I was asked to leave that band. Oh shit! I, re- I dude, I remember it. Like, I will never forget it. I was watching TV, sitting in my parents' basement. Got a call, and this is like two days before a show. Two days before a show, and the bass player, who was like that egotistic, I'm the God lead bander of the band kind of guy, he calls and he's like, "Hey man, it's not working out. We're gonna have to ask you to leave the band." And it was weird because, like, we started getting, like, a younger crowd. So instead of, like, 50-year-old people who dance all the time, it was, like, 23-year-olds who would dance all the time. It was weird. So I was like, like, why? Why, why dude? Why? Like, yeah. I thought we were doing really well. Like, like, yeah, it's just not working out. Wow. I was like, okay. And uh, a few years later, dude, I come to find out, like, the real reason. Some lady made a comment and said... Yeah, I just can't follow a band that has a black lead singer. Like, Get, and they swear, followed with that, dude. On my life, bro. Like she said, she can't follow a country band that had a black lead singer, dude. That's swear, fucking... dude. Like I was like, first of all, you could have told me that. You could, you'd have just been honest with me, but yeah, dude. Like I was like, all right, fuck it. I don't. That's like, fucking racist. I don't dude. like country at all, anyway. So you go ahead and. That that band has crashed and burned since then. <laughs> yeah, probably because all that negativity. Fuck dude. them, dude. Um, Fuck. But that. yeah, dude. So then, like after all that, I hit up the you know the the attack the famous guys, and I was like, hey, you know. And then we met. Then I met you, and uh, yeah, started fifteen pine. We started. Well, we started Icarus. It was Icarus first. Come to find out, that's like the name of everything. Everybody like, and their mom, like, like it must movies, yeah. books. It must be bands, public domain, like. <laughs> like. <laughs> Dude, everybody can name their band Icarus. <laughs> There's some band in the UK, and I was like, "Fuck!" They were actually pretty good. I listened God to their damn shit. It. Like, it's it's pretty good. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I miss like being young and naive playing shows. Yeah, it's very delusional thing to do when you're younger. Right. Like, yes, it it's very rare for bands to get together and, like, have all the talented pieces work together right. and actually have, like, a s- good sound right. sound original. But I remember being younger, like, just right. eating it up, like, oh, look right. at the limelight's all right. on me. Yeah. You were made. You, like, you made it. Yeah. Like, you just get being, high off of it. Being performing? 16 and being on a stage. Get high off of like, it, Like, you thought that was it. Like the Is next it? step was Hollywood. Yeah, like, you're like, are there lights on me? Right, I made it. <laughs> you're in like a church basement, <laughs> and you barely know the chords like to your own song. Cram chord. Like, oh my <laughs> god! I did it, mom. <laughs> I could say one thing though. Even though the songs that we played weren't the greatest, we always played very well together. Right. Like we didn't. The biggest thing I see happen now in the music scene is people will go up there and they will just right. fucking suck. Yeah. Because they don't practice. For we sure, used dude. to practice all the time, all our songs. I could play we those practice songs. Practice like two, three times a week, dude. Yeah. And like outside of our practice, first show dude, for Fifth yeah. and Pine, we were like hot, pe- dude. That people hot. were like, fuck, dude. They were like, this is your first show. We're like, yeah, for sure. And they were like, Get the fuck out! Well, of they th- there was definitely like some animosity though. They were like, "This is their first show, and, and they're, they're the headliner." <laughs> it's like you don't understand. Like we've been like longtime friends with the bar owner. Like, yeah, like like uh, to other bands. Like we've been playing there and we've seen other. So- like shut the fuck up! Like <laughs> they didn't do any advertising either. No. 
We advertised that whole thing, and we had we had like what sixty people there that yeah. night. Yeah, that was that was a hot show. It was a good turnout. But uh, I, I mean, for all of you who are our fans of Fifth of Pine, <laughs> oh here we go! <laughs> Don't fucking plug my shit. <laughs> We're still a band. <laughs> we are. We actually just got done tracking vocals. It's, song. it's difficult like a lot of people don't understand all the all the extra stuff that goes into being a band like it's hard, uh, dude. it goes into being a successful band especially in a, a dead market you know there's not a our music lot. scene's so niche yeah i mean like you go out to california go to chicago like there's there's little pockets where it's where the you scene can, yeah it's the scene but you know in the in this area it's not it used to be but now it's like almost completely gone i think there's like a handful of local bands who are holding it down like Just dead away and on yeah. my six and like that's like the rockford metal scene right but they're like the only guys that are that are you know holding it together and it's different kind of metal like those two bands but that's the only, that's the talent here, you know. And I'll plug you guys. That's fine. We'll Dead away, you guys. Don't give a shit. Check out their EP. Yeah, uh, I think they just got signed. Stream. They just got signed to. Um, we are triumphant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just I just saw an image of an elephant with gauges, and I was like, gotta <laughs> think what the fuck is it called. I don't know if they want us to plug them. Like, don't mention it's us. free advertising. Like we, we fucking like take it. <laughs> fucking take it. But yeah, dude. So I mean, like. It's those guys, and and when you're starting a band, especially at our age, mm-hmm. where we've already been through a few bands and we've already been through the ringer, dude, the bullshit. Yeah, dude, it's like when you eliminate when when you've opened your eyes to how much bullshit comes along with it, you realize how much bullshit you let slide down your back when you were 16. Hell dude. yeah, like, dude! Holy shit! I remember doing uh, this was when I I was in that band, Shatter Hopes and Security. And I remember doing this huge, huge pay for play. Right. It was a uh, battle of the bands. Mm-hmm. It was like, uh, it was in Tinley Park. It was this place called the Pearl Room. Right. There's still videos of us up there, like playing, because we went through multiple. Like we made it through multiple uh, shows in right. the competition. But I just remember like all that money that mm-hmm. those people made off the backs of us, and right. like. The winning like, oh, like first prize, venue? oh, not the venue, oh. just the 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 fucking the uh, event itself, not the event, the um, what'd you call it, the booking agency, the booking oh. company. Oh yeah, dude, they're making a killing, dude. We were selling tickets for like thirty dollars. Mm-hmm. It was something like thirty dollars a ticket. Mm-hmm. I, we sold all our tickets, and they give you like fifty, yeah, more than fifty. It's yeah. like two hundred. Uh-huh. We were like selling high school shit. Right. You know, and there was multiple, multiple like oh, yeah. kids in high school, and I can't imagine how much money they made off mm-hmm. of it. And you know what the first prize was? Was like a, a one record deal, right? One song, one no, yeah. just one like one record through some fucking shit ass <laughs> like recording studio, yeah. like some probably some dude's fucking basement, right? Like just abs- studio, yeah, just absolute like cat shit piss and shit, yeah. For real, just like absolute <laughs> trash, like all this money they just pocket it all. Yeah. And I remember being like, "Fuck, dude, I can't believe we got to play that huge stage." Right. And now in hindsight, I'm like, I can't believe how much we money got, they took from us. We got bent over, dude. Like <laughs> we could have sold our own tickets, right, for thirty dollars each, right. played but, our own show, yeah, and literally use that money invested into but our. But the thing is, like it, a lot of it is you know who you know and whose name is already making a killing. So it's like 
that booking agent already has a reputation. So people are like, oh, so-and-so booking or so-and-so records or whatever. You know, of course Mm -hmm. I'll go to this. Of course I'll invest money. But it's like investing money in a startup. And that's what the local bands are. They're startups. So to ask someone to come to my show for $5, please. Like, please. Like, please. Okay, it's $3. Like, please. (laughs) All right, just fucking go. It's free. Just watch the video on Facebook. Buy a drink. Right, dude. Like... (laughs) It is so hard, dude. It is so hard. And I mean, that's what that's what happened to Fifth and Pine, dude. We just got choked out. Yeah. You know? And like much love to Caleb and Aaron, you know, and, and Joe. Like, it's just so hard when especially when uh, and then the other thing was that our talent was spread out. Yeah. Like Joe was it's fifty so miles hard. away. Aaron was like, you know, and then Caleb was Aaron was like in we Hampshire, all, Joe's in Plano. Yeah, and I was in Rockford. You were in Rockford, like, I was like, in DeKalb. Dude, we were so spread out, and then trying to get us all together. like, And then Aaron, like, the only person that was like easy accessible was Adrian, you know? And just that alone, like on top of the other stuff, like it just it became unrealistic so mm-hmm. quickly, dude. Like, yeah. My, I tip my hat to bands who are able to keep the long distance playing serious or even just like launch at this point like dead awake i give them much props dude like six months ago did anybody know who they were Mm -mm. i was looking because they played a show with us that was that first show we opened up but uh, where we uh where we oh yeah dude that was our first i was looking i was looking at uh, i just it recently popped up in the memories my facebook memories (laughs) and i was just looking at that flyer and i was just looking at dead awake's like uh logo and shit it was like Microsoft Word. Yeah, like, like you can tell they just started. Like, it was like a little tombstone. Yeah, with it was. It said dead cr- slash awake. I remember that, that show. They did uh, good. What's his name? Noah. Noah. With Yeah. I think they had a backtrack. They had a backtrack lead guitar, dude. It was yeah. just the drummer, the bass player, and it was Noah. Like, and I remember thinking... This kid's really good. Yeah, like, he was he, killing it, bro. He's a super great impressed. vocalist. Yeah. Like, straight up grateful and like the balls to go out on stage all rhythm section and a vocalist like the balls like i just remember thinking like these this kid like these guys obviously want it you know mm-hmm. they definitely they definitely want it um i remember telling noah being like yeah Bro, you gotta said, yeah i was like outside that, that nice stuff like the like oh we're not that kid like fuck i was that like shit. fuck that you're great dude like you're you're solid front man and you know within a year they've blasted off like yeah. dude it's been a little over a year um morgan is playing guitar over there mm-hmm. and like they have a record deal within a year dude so Which like great like props dude major props you did something that i definitely couldn't have done like mm-hmm. good for you but like support your local music guys. seriously <laughs> it's so you know like even if you don't like it so like support local music it's, i d- i despise how much money people will spend on like major media absolutely you know like okay we all know that rock music is not in the forefront of, oh, no. of culture this anymore. isn't this 80s is, through early 2000s anymore. right it's not like hip-hop mm-hmm. is king yeah and that's fine because i love hip-hop right there's no problem with it. I mean, yeah, just it's just as much as country music becomes washed out and right. fucking repetitive, so does hip hop. You know, I can only hear you talking about titties and ass and Bentleys right. for so long. Or Xanax. That's, or Xans. You know, yeah. like, I can only hear it so much. And that's what draws me to metal music in general yeah. is... Content. Yeah, you're able to yeah. tackle very hard 
subject matter oh, absolutely and express it in a way that identifies with other people that, and that's it, yeah well and then i'm like think about when we started listening to it we were like pubescent children you know mm-hmm. emotions and hormones running everywhere and my it was angst like, is strong seriously Ooh, man and it's like, my skin. <laughs> <laughs> it was under oath for me dude. for you like, yeah that was my lincoln band. park lincoln park i got never me. like Rest in peace, Chester, but... Hybrid theory, dude. Like... My uh, angst was so fucking strong at that time. I I never got into that band like that. Like, and the thing is, like, I was... It was like, a couple year difference. It was like a... The, that's because there was... That's that's when the hop-in was at. Right. You know, that's where... That's where they became very prolific in media. Right. You know, they, they were out there, like, boom. Like, holy right. shit. Like, listen to this new sound. Oh, definitely. They, they definitely, like... I, I just, like, never... I, they were one of those bands that you had to like be a fan to stay like you had to be there in the beginning type of fan. Mm-hmm. Like I don't feel like I was that fan and to, to like jump on the bandwagon literally like I just like I was like eh. I jumped from new metal to a metal course. So I was like in a system of a down. Right. Linkin Park. Um, and then like those were like my two major bands when I was younger growing up. And then I went straight into System of a Down. Sorry, I'm, yeah, like their old like shit. Steal this from, album, yeah. Steal this album, old yeah. old shit, dude. And then I remember jumping straight into fucking metalcore music. Yeah. It wasn't, you know, what really got me into uh, was the Curse by, uh, oh my god, this is gonna bother me, Atreyu. <laughs> the Curse from okay. Atreyu. Okay, I gotta, I gotta. Or Suicide Notes and Butterfly Kisses. I think that's their very first album. Yeah. I have to check that. I'm pretty sure it's Suicide Notes and Butterfly Kisses. <laughs> but that there was um there was a song that I loved. And uh sorry, I'm I'm like fucking Dude, Okay, no, I saw this on Facebook and I just you said a tray you. Uh, what's his face? The uh, lead vocalist made a statement saying that Atreyu invented metalcore. <laughs> yeah, shut the fuck up, bro. Yeah, holy shit, check this out, dude. Suicide Notes and Butterfly Kisses was released in June. Was released June fourth of two thousand and two. Damn. Genre metalcore. Them but, okay. Remember how I told you the story about like how I followed this band, right? Desecrate the Hour, super into them, right? I remember like going to parties and right. like Brian used to not big B, but this other guy, right. This younger, he's not younger. He's just smaller dude. There's two Brian's in that band. Right. right? One of them was big. One of them was small. One of them lived in Bolingbrook. One of them lived in Romeville. Right. Used to go to the guy's house who lived in Romeville. And I remember just this dude was such an accomplished guitar player. Right. He, we would go over there. And, like, start having ragers, partying. Yeah. Just, like, metal scene as fuck, bro. Right. And I remember, like, being high, going downstairs, <laughs> and watching him just play some Led Zeppelin. Right. I forgot what song it was, but it was absolutely stunning and beautiful. And I was right. like, holy shit, dude. Like, right. I want to be that good of a guitarist one day. <laughs> and then... The Which hang- is, like, I beginner used- status. Right, right but now. then I started hanging <laughs> out with that, like, clique of people, right? right? I used to hang out with him, uh, this dude, Don... Right. Alex, bunch of other people, Jeff. I started hanging out with these guys all the time. 
and then I really started going like all these shows and that's what really threw me into like I started listening to like Zayo and right. and Behemoth like shit like that like yeah. heavier shit and then uh, I remember watching I was over at Don and Thorne's house and I remember we were just chilling like we smoked right. we were chilling and I remember watching Bleeding Through's like first live DVD right and I was like Cause I had never been to like a f- fucking full blown like big ass metalcore show, For sure. or just metal show in general. For I was sure. fucking blown away. Cause I went to Metallica when I saw Metallica when I was like thirteen years old. It was Metallica, Limp Bizkit, uh, Lincoln Park, Biscuit. yeah, Lincoln Park, um, and some other band. What a hodgepodge show, dude. Right. It was fucking weird. Oh, I think uh, M- Mudvayne was there. And it was basically like a hodgepodge of fucking rock Seriously, music. dude, that's like weird. And I was like, this is cool. But then I remember like listening to, because they were doing like cut scenes. This is, yeah. remember remember when you would like have little cut scenes inside yeah. fucking musics, like right. songs? Right. Like uh, at the beginning of one song, it was like, this <sighs> yeah. place was a fucking bomb. And then, For a yeah. few moments, this place was Armageddon. <laughs> and then out of nowhere, he's like, and there was a firefight. <laughs> yeah, dude, I remember that. Just And then I heard the first scream I've ever heard. Like, and I was like, Like actual fuck. scream, yeah, for sure. Like, I was just like, face getting blasted off. Yep. Young, high, just fucking, whoa, just lights flashed and i was like dude i want in like that was I want 2000 in on that. that was 2005 for me i was 12 I in dude and i remember it, it was uh i can't remember the name of the band it was it was a christian like christian metalcore was coming out mm-hmm. um but i just i gotta make a comment like i'll try you saying that they invented metalcore you ever heard of alexis on fire Yes. They've been around since 2000, dude. So yes. it's like, I, I just, I disagree with that statement. Like they may have been like the pioneer, but people definitely. They were still blazing trails for sure. Oh, absolutely. I put it out there. And, and they were never as big as they should have been. I will admit that. But people definitely, other bands surpassed them. But like, uh, yeah, so I was, I was 12. It was Under Oath for me, or that was the band that got me into it. I wish I could remember um, the name of the band, but I remember hearing the first like live scream and just being like, whoa, that's that's fucking powerful. Fucking like I remember I was 12 when I was 12. I like like all the band. I was at a festival. So it was like all the bands all at once, like uh, like the Chariot, the Devil Wears Prada. They just came out with their first album, uh, Beautiful Discord, but they weren't on any stages, dude. They like got a plot on the side of the road and they had like this big banner as like the devil wears prada and they just played right on the side of the street dude like what the fuck? like dude i remember and then I, then they came out with plagues and i was like holy shit i remember seeing those guys like doing just on the side of the road dude like so and then under oath came out with define the great line like P-O-D. I never really got into Under Oath, honestly. That was my band, dude. There's too like many that. Christian overtones for me. Okay, but that that's <laughs> that's why they were my favorite. Yeah, because like, you're hard being like super sheltered. And so as is a the kid. Devil's Wear Prada. Like, but the I'm thing is, like, I I had to like that style of music had to be justified in my house. So like, I came back from that fest. Don't worry. Like, I I I discovered a lot of different bands on that that festival, but 
I came home and I, I was listening to it. My mom's like, what is this? Why are you listening to this? I can't believe who invented like the like, devil's just music mad, dude, just mad. And I've been like, no, mom, it's a Christian band. Like, <laughs> and like showing her, you the sound lyrics, like my friend Scotty. Like, he was the exact same. Right. Way. Dude, like, like the devil's wear product. This is the a devil Christian wears band. They're talking about God and like, it's uplifting and it's, and she's like, well, I don't like how it sounds. And then I just kept listening to it, listening to it. I was listening to other bands as well, but cycling it in there. <laughs> right. Like it all sounded the same to her. Conditioning so like, it. <laughs> I remember the first time I bought a CD that was parental advisory. Um, I think it was stand, stand Up and Scream. I think it was. Oh, my <laughs> God. Oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Dude, Dude, but but yeah, I mean like there there are a ton of pioneers and like Atreyu, I'm sorry. And then the, like that scene has evolved so much since then. Like, it's gone crazy. Like from 2000, I would say like 2001 is like when it started. Like the cuz like from 1999 you still had like Avenged Sevenfold trying to come out and then you know you had like you had a bunch of bands coming out but not really knowing what to sound like yet. Because you either sounded like Metallica or you had to sound make like, up your own sound. Or you sound like new metal. Exactly. And new metal sucked back when it started, dude. <laughs> like, like I think new metal, like, Bullet for My Valentine and, like, Avenged oh, Sevenfold. Oh, I loved like, Bullet for My Valentine. Like, Killswitch Engage. Like, that's what I consider new metal, but, like, new metal's not. <laughs> I consider Killswitch metalcore. Like, yeah? for sure, when Howard... Oh, for sure, yeah. Like that. If we can dude, just ch- anything chugging. That oh, at, oh, huge yeah. band that I got into, that like really pushed me into like wanting to scream and shit was uh, as Blood Runs Black. Oh my gosh, dude! I, I have fu- not heard that name. Yeah, either. I loved that <sighs> band. Like when they still had their original voc- vocalist, right. like wow, that dude. was like. How old are we, dude? Old as fuck, bro. Like, I re- okay, but like <laughs> I remember because at even at twelve, I was still singing, so mm-hmm. screaming was like off the table before I even knew that you could do that with your voice. So my mission was always to find bands that had good lead singers, and like screamers and singers. No, just like had good singers as well so like if you're screaming you better be able to sing or if you're singing at all you better be able to sing so like i remember seeing the devil is proud and being like this dude cannot sing like jeremy he cannot sing like super flat and like i don't hate you bro like this is just what i thought in my little kid brain <laughs> and then like same thing with like um a bunch of like under oath was the one that was like aaron's like playing the drums like whipping his ginger hair What's and up with ginger drummers, like, dude? I know. That's so fantastic. I've had two ginger drummers. But like, and Okay, Joe like, doesn't even want to admit sing. that he's a ginger. But that Joe is totally a ginger. Joe, you're a ginger. <laughs> Embrace the ginger, bro. You're a unicorn. Of we human came beings. as Romans when, when Kyle Pavone came out. Yeah. I was like, this is what I'm talking that about. That was like and real he, singing. Yeah. Yes, like actual singing. Not like, oh, I'm singing and playing or, bass. Or auto-tune. Like, dude, like, well, he attack, did. Attack, he did. attack, attack, attack. Oh, yeah. No, like overly done T-Pain. <laughs> Over, like auto tune. Yeah. No. Yeah. He. I think he set. Like he was the first clean vocalist, like actual singer, mm-hmm. to be in a medical. I. I would definitely like fight me. 
disagree with me. <laughs> like change my something mind. This, say something. On Kyle Pavone thing. was the first yeah. actual singer. In, Louder with in Crowder's post- side right, right here. Right. Changed my mind. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Seriously, email me at somewhere in the middle fifty at Gmail. Tell say me something. who was before Kyle Pavone for mm-hmm. sure. But you know. Or YouTube. You could say it in YouTube, too. And then it was like Kyle, and then it went to, like, Kellen Quinn. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Kellen Quinn. Let's cheers to this was a good album. You're no Kellen Quinn. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) So if if you've checked out our music on Spotify or wherever you stream music, uh, our song, uh, The Devil's One. Yeah, we got a music video for it, too. (laughs) When we were in the studio tracking this... (laughs) I wrote a part of the song like super fucking high. Way high. And our producer, Mr. Galvez of Good Fortune Audio, stopped the track. I am not letting you sing that. You are no fucking Kellen Quinn. (laughs) God, that's just hurt my feelings. But one of the most influential like singing moments in my life. Don't sing what you can't sing. Yeah. For like, sure. If dude. you can't do it live, don't do if it. If you're doing it for the track, you shouldn't be doing it at all. Mm-mm. Like, if you can't do this live three times a week, you shouldn't be doing it at all. Don't fucking do it. For sure. Yeah. The metal music scene is, I don't want to say it's dying, but it's it's dwindling by the minute. Dude. What it was for us is dying. It will never It's be evolving. That. Yeah. It's, it's changing. For sure. It's changing. Like, so, cause some bands, like some bands are really changing it into something sustainable, something, um, that I feel, you know, a lot of the forefathers of metalcore have gone mainstream. Oh, absolutely. But some of the forefathers have not. Beartooth, SK Alexandria, Of I Mice and Men. I think those are Man, like byproducts. Of Mice and Men. Those, all those guys went mainstream. I No, but I'm thinking like, they I'm thinking of like august burns red like yeah a day to remember like a lot of these guys have really mainstreamed their music mm-hmm. like tell me why august burns red is still relevant like i love them but how in the world are they still relevant in my opinion all of their albums sound the same and they don't really market themselves that well mm-hmm. like how you know and then like a day to remember they're really good at marketing and like but they're like in their mid thirties, still singing about like I hate this town. It's so washed <laughs> up. Like I got kids now. I love I'm Jeremy. Like I, his lyrics are fantastic. But it's like those guys. Those are the guys that I'm like. And then Under Oath coming back. Like those are the guys that I'm like. You guys are changing our music for the better. You know. Bless you. Thanks. The power of Christ <laughs> blesses you. Oh, <laughs> I don't. I'm not even Catholic. I don't even. <laughs> <laughs> but for sure, dude, for sure, we can talk about this for hours. We could, but I think we're out of time. We are. Yeah. We'll touch back up on this because we got some conversations with some people that we've met personally for that sure. are bigger in the metal scene. Like I don't know. Mike and Rod. When we hung out with Mike and Rod. Ah, yeah. Um, of volumes, we hung out with them. I I don't know, man. Maybe I can get couple of the guys from McCullough Morale. Yeah, hit them up. Yeah, that's right. That'd be cool. Mike, you want to be on a podcast? Yeah, we'll put you on here. You can give us <laughs> a, the whole fucking breakdown. The drummer, uh, what's his name? Steve? Mm-hmm. He's playing for Rise Against right now. No shit. I swear, dude. So, I don't know. We, we could talk about this any day. Yeah. 
all the time. So I'll say this at the end of every episode, but for those of you who are sticking around to the end of 60 Seriously? minutes of Thank dealing you. with somewhere in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate you guys for, for real. For sure. You guys ever have any questions yeah. or like want to talk to us? Hit hey, us what up. was that? What was what'd you say? If you feel the urge to what? If you feel led. If, <laughs> hey, if you feel led. If you feel led. Go to our Patreon account. <laughs> And donate money. We're to laughing because we're nervous. Like, really? <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, <laughs> oh there's like God. a can of peas in my cupboard. Yeah, so like, help! Head us up Bro. on that Patreon account. Also, like us on all of our social media format Please platforms do. right now. Uh, we would love the love and yeah, support. Appreciate it. And seriously, if who was before Kyle Pavone of uh, We Came as Romance? Hit Let us, us up. Know. Somewhere in the middle, 50 at gmail.com. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.